we started this process of engaging municipalities some time last year, and uh, most municipalities, of course, through our assistance and the provincial uh, offices' assistance, they were able to get into a payment arrangement with ESCO. Now, uh, this year, we realized uh, uh, out of the 22 that we assisted last year, 17 were defaulting, and that's when uh, ESCO then uh, instituted uh, legal processes, and as a result of that, we then reconvened and uh, started engaging. And uh, yesterday when we checked with ESCOM, uh, only one municipality, I think the report of the Northern Cape is a new development that will be followed up in the week after this interview. One municipality in the Northwest already was the only municipality that was struggling to make uh, a, a practical uh, repayment arrangement, and we are working with the Premier to sort that out. Are you able to shed more light on why Naledi would be struggling, Minister? Uh, exactly what is the problem? In fact, it's, it's not only uh, Naledi, according to our observations. Uh, you know, uh, the, 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 in your sleep earlier on, the Minister Naledi indicated that they are under-collecting. And there are various reasons why they are under-collecting. Uh, and that's not only uh, in one municipality, it's happening in, in most of the municipalities that we have said. The first reason is the tariff model that the municipalities are using. The tariff model doesn't allow them to recoup the cost of providing a service. That simply suggests that they are not considering all the, the costs or the expenses that they incur as a result of providing the service. And the second issue, of course, is non-payment. Uh, and in that situation, uh, as the municipalities correctly cited, we are encouraging our people to pay. But at the same time, Municipalities do have the responsibility, they are empowered legislatively to recoup uh, money uh, that is owed to them. So that's why we are encouraging them to have enforceable uh, credit control uh, mechanisms. And lastly, one of the most disturbing things is uh, the billing system that are very, very inefficient. And mainly this is caused by electricity supply infrastructure. Most of our electricity supply infrastructures like transformers and meters in, in some of the municipalities are so old that they need to be replaced. And we have realized that municipalities are struggling uh, to get the capital uh, for, for, for such a replacement. So that's why working together with ESCOM at the Department of uh, Public Enterprise, we have come up with a module which will be piloting this year of, of funding this infrastructure, but at the same time being able to recoup money without compromising the capacity of a municipality to generate revenue out of this year. Which then begs the question, why exactly they are having these problems? Because uh, we've honed in on some of these municipalities to look at exactly what is going on there with their uh, money situation, the day-to-day expenditure and what they are doing. And when you look at Naledi, they are spending the bulk of their money as a municipality, it would seem, on governance, administration, planning and development. And yet you are saying they are struggling with billing. So, so, so what exactly are they doing? So what I'm saying is that there, 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 there are various reasons why we find municipality in, the, in their current situation. But you are correct. This is also one of the reasons, because we have realized that uh, the money that is uh, generated out of providing this service is not necessarily a ring-fenced uh, money which can specifically be used for uh, uh, servicing uh, the account or for providing the service. So it's also used for other services. So as a result, uh, the issue of prioritization becomes a problem, and some of the municipalities uh, find themselves using the money that they generate from payment uh, of uh, these savings to do other things. 
And this is one thing that we are discouraging, but we are also engaging uh, with National Treasury to look into the provision of the Municipal Finance Management Act, whether we can reinforce these things. So it's, uh, it's easy to trace what comes in and, uh, of course, what goes out and what comes in. So it's easy then to take full responsibility of these services, but also other services. Minister, do you know what the liquidity ratio for Naledi is at the moment? Uh, 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 out of out of fact, I don't I don't necessarily have the, the specifics of the liquidity ratio of Naledi, uh, but that's that information that can be uh, obviously okay. Well, I'll tell you, it is zero point zero one. So this municipality, in effect, is totally incapable of paying its current liabilities. Correct. Why, what will we be doing? Because we've got also the uh, last option, which is our long-term option. In cases where municipalities are unable to carry their constitutional obligations uh, as, as a result of uh, uh, being uh, financially non-viable, we will definitely come in and see with the provision of the constitution how can we take over the service and render it viable for that uh, particular municipality. And that's our last resort. And of course, if we find that knowledge, uh, is one uh, of those municipalities. This is the approach that we'll be taking. And then and if one looks at uh, some of the other audit outcomes here for Naledi, you look at 2012 uh, where there was a disclaimer. Then they did well in 2013, 2014, 2015, um, which uh, basically comes back to the Auditor General's findings that uh, the Northwest, uh, for example, if you look at what's happening in the Northwest, where you find... Um, municipalities that make gains and then they somehow find themselves regressing and again if these things happen constantly if it becomes a trend how then are you going to step in to help these municipalities for financial uh, management uh, efficient financial management uh, practices are our day-to-day preoccupation as you are aware we have uh, what we call our, our back-to-basic program. And one, one of the pillars of that back-to-basic program is, is efficient financial management system that is needed in municipalities. And then if you look into the report of the AG, the one that you are referring to, uh, it, it's also alluding to the fact that some of these interventions have helped municipalities to stabilize I mean, their financial uh, systems. And uh, we are committed to continue working with municipalities to correct their financial management systems. And then, um, Minister, just a, a question here about uh, what you're going to do finally, because uh, in your statement, you, you've urged these municipalities to service their bulk accounts. Um, there's a clear indication that some municipal managers are not doing what they are supposed to be doing. So is there anything that you're going to do in this regard? Of course, yes, you know, performance management is not a thumb, ex- thumb suck exercise. It's guided. And uh, in the case of municipalities, if anyone is found not to be performing, we expect uh, the provision of the performance management system to kick in. And that's exactly what, what is continuing to happen. It's not something that is new. It has been happening. And we expect that if it is established that as a result of mismanagement uh, or maybe uh, improper usage of public resources, uh, uh, the municipality can pay as cost. We expect the authority of the municipality, of course, if not, I mean, uh, we will obviously expect the province, I mean, to pay particular attention to that situation and take appropriate uh, uh, steps.
And um, Minister, what about those people who have paid in these municipalities who are really feeling aggrieved and rightly so that they now have to suffer because someone somewhere didn't do what they were supposed to? Yes, we, we as part of our engagement with uh, provincial government, we have urged uh, uh, provincial government to make sure that there is a proper communication uh, uh, system that is uh, laid out to, to take on board all affected end users. And, uh, of course, we, we, we feel very, very sorry for those who have been paying, uh, but as a result of uh, non-payment by municipality to, to, to ESCO, they will be affected. But uh, we, are, we are saying to them we are working around the clock to make sure that the situation is reversed. I don't know if feeling sorry for them is going to cut it, Minister, but uh, I also have an email here from someone, and I promised that I would put this question to you. Um, and it's not about the ESCOM situation. It's from a former councillor, and I want to read it to you, Minister. It goes, uh, we are former councillors in one of the local municipalities in Amajuba district in KwaZulu-Natal. The Minister of Cocta, Mr. Des van Royen, publicly promised us uh, the wants of gratitude to be paid after the inauguration of new councillors. Nothing has happened yet and we are told that the issue was gazetted in September uh, could you please follow up for us because we are now laughing stock and fools in the eyes of officials at the municipalities uh, because we now have to beg them to help us uh, to phone we don't have transport money and yet uh, this after everything we did to serve our communities so uh, minister do you have a response to that yes but you know I'll be because we are focusing on the contest. Uh, uh, what I can indicate to you, Sakina, is that uh, in 2011, uh, this uh, particular treaty was, uh, of course, involved on, and uh, it took two years, I mean, to, to effect the payment. But in our case, we then said, uh, understanding the conditions of most of our uh, former councillors, we should expedite this process. We form up a team with SARS, uh, because remember, before we, we finally do the payout, there must be a tax directive issued on each and every uh, transaction. So as, as we speak now, like, you know, since uh, the beginning of, uh, I think, mid-December, we have been paying. The only problem that we are faced with is the, the, the tax directive, which is an automated process. But I can tell you now, of the plus minus 4,000 uh, uh, former councillors that we are, we are supposed to be processed, I think we are, as, as, as COPTA, we are at uh, uh, not less than 3,000 that have been processed. The only thing that is made for, for, for all these things to happen, I mean, the expeditions, is the, the, the tax processes that still, that still need to kick in. But already, there are councillors that have been paid. It's just that it's not happening, I mean, uh, as a once-off thing, it's happening uh, gradually. And they're actually to get to those councillors too. But they must, they must feel free to engage the office so that they can be updated about the status of their case.